0: Our podcast is part of the World Podcast Network, now with over 950 podcasts. Visit the World Podcast Network at https forward slash forward slash nycpodcastnetwork.com to listen to podcasts in over 12 genres. If you have a podcast of your own, you can join for free.
1: You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe.
0: Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee and I thank you for spending just a little bit of your time with me in the studio with me katrina my cousin katrina is back with me welcome back
2: glad to be back
0: now okay now you have this is your first time on the show W- with the new branding. That's correct. Right, you were back. Uh you when we when I had Ronnie V and all yes, of those people. Yes, so, yes. well, welcome back. Happy New Year to you.
2: Happy New Year. I'm so glad to be here.
0: How um how has the New Year been for you? I mean, it's only been 14 days. But <laughs> but, you know, how has it been? How was your Christmas?
2: It was great. It was great. I kind of laid low with the family and um, we went out to the beach. My first time going to the beach for Christmas. It was really? Different. yes, it was different. um, but it was relaxing, and we let the kids open up the gifts because it was all about them. <laughs> um, but it was nice. It was nice. My new year so far has been a new year. I, I can just say that it's been a new year. So. Well,
0: I'm glad to hear that, <laughs> really, I am because, um, you know, I, I I had a good Christmas um, and the New Year. You know, I, I don't do New Year's resolutions and all yeah. of that other stuff because I stopped doing that a long time ago because come February, I will not doing nothing that was on my list. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I said, you know what? I'm not doing this, looking crazy, feeling sad because mm. I'm eating ham hocks and... <laughs> And I said, pig feet and all of this (laughs) other stuff. So I said, I'm not doing any more New Year's resolutions. Totally understand that. So, okay, so let's get right to it. All right. So the topic for today's show is pro-black. Okay. And what that means to you because undoubtedly it is going to mean something different to different people right you know um and so i keep seeing this topic a lot on twitter you know i'm in a whole lot of groups and a whole lot of you know and this topic um came up it's been coming up a lot in the mm-hmm. new year yeah. about being pro black what is being pro black um Now, I will say this. Every time I do a show about something like on race or something, I do not get a whole lot of downloads. And I think that it makes people uncomfortable. But my goal here is not to make anyone uncomfortable, right? And um, the reason that I picked this topic is because... There is a famous black journalist, and his name, I think it's pronounced Tory. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And he is the host of a podcast called The Tory Show. Okay. He wrote an article in uh, griot.com, which is like an online uh, magazine. I think it's an online magazine. And I found it very interesting, and I'm going to read. Um, a lot of what he said in this article as it pertains to being pro-black, okay. Okay? okay? He starts out with this. I just read an article that put a certain sound in my ears. It was the sound of the siren of the blackness police. You know that whine that comes whenever someone tries to tell you how to be black? and what the boundaries of acceptable blackness are. Mm -hmm. We're still doing this. We're still telling each other, if you do this or don't do that, then you ain't really all the way black. Really? Hey, if you ain't really black, can you escape police attention or the tentacles of systemic racism? No? Okay, so what are we really talking about? Not behaving the way some black people think we should? Um, okay, so yeah, he goes on. This article about how you can't be pro-black and in an interracial relationship had me like, wow. I mean, their nerves. Nay, the audacity, nay, the (laughs) Negroacity to come for those of us who are married outside the race. Like that seems like that means we are somehow outside of the race or have done wrong by the race. I just can't. Jesus walk with me because I just can't deal with this crap alone. But, dear reader, even though I can't, I will. Let's deconstruct this diseased idea. So he is a black man married to... Now, he doesn't say... Well, he hasn't said yet what what color his wife... Or what nationality his wife uh, was. But she is not black, okay? Okay. And so um, this... that he read has set him off and so he has used this platform to talk about this he goes on the dichotomy is absurd either you're pro-black or you're dating a non-black person but if dating a non-black person then you're what anti-black neutral black a traitor Is my pro-blackness surrendered at the altar or do I lose it before then? Does it make a difference if my partner is biracial? Does that make a difference? Am I then (laughs) semi-pro-black or is it semi-anti-black? So confused. But wait, the argument is that I'm not pro-black because my partner isn't black. But help me understand this. If my non-black partner married outside of their race, if they chose a black person, then doesn't that make them pro-black? Even though they're not black? It gets so messy when you try to police blackness. He says, I'm sure the idea that you can either be pro-black or be in a relationship with a black person will come as a shock to my sister, Vice President Kamala Harris. Is John Legend not pro-black? His music seems very pro-black to me. He wrote the epic song Glory for Ava DuVernay's film Selma. Is Jordan Peele not pro-black, even though his movies have consistently given us dark-skinned black actors that he's lit and shot in ways that make their skin look so beautiful that it challenges us to reconsider societal beauty notions that favor lighter-skinned people? Alfre Woodard and Serena Williams are clearly pro-black in a way they work in the way they work and move through the world. Richard Pryor and Quincy Jones and Sidney Poitier are incredibly uh, important black artists who are, are married to uh, white women. Is Holly Berry not pro-black? Is Tina Turner when she's passed since uh, then? Um, am I not pro-black? I'm shocked. Now I know this guy. Tori, mm-hmm. he is very pro-black. Okay. He is very, you know, in the culture. He says, I didn't realize people were still out here trying to shame black people who are in interracial relationships in public. That's just so 1990s. To think you can stand in judgment of someone's blackness because of who they've married is so silly. My blackness is not fragile as to be damaged by being with my wife. But are there other ways that I can cancel my pro-black card? Please tell me. If I listen to the Beatles or visit Paris or attend a Shakespeare play, am I losing my religion? Excuse me, my blackness? Or is it possible that I can perform and embody my blackness the way I want without being judged? Is it possible that my blackness is powerful enough to roll with me wherever I go and whatever I do? I think it is. I also think that part of being truly pro-black means loving black people enough to understand that we are all black in our own way. Now, I thought that was a very good article because it is true. There are people who do subscribe to the notion that if you are dating somebody or if you've married somebody outside of the, of your race, then you are, you know, that you can't be pro-black. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question to you, Trina, is what does pro-black mean to you? And can you be in an interracial relationship and be pro-black?
2: Well, I totally agree with Tori. Um, just by listening to what he said, had me rethinking mm-hmm. how I mm. see stuff. Ah. Um, because I mean, when I think of pro-black, I think of supporting uh uh-huh. black businesses. Yes. Yes. Supporting um black, black community mm-hmm. giving back to the black race. Mm-hmm. That that's what I am what well, that's what I think when I think of pro-black. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um you can't help who you love. Mm-hmm. You fall in love with who you fall in love mm-hmm. with, so I'm okay with you know you marrying or dating outside of your race. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're all people, sure. Um, but <laughs> the kind of think of how he worded that mm-hmm. made me think of well, he's right about John mm-hmm, Legend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, Sydney Poitier. Yes. Well, I never. I still listen to them. or I still look at their movies and their mu- listen to their music. That doesn't make them not be pro-black. No, and and I also may say this: dating outside of your race, you're bringing one person in mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. K- to kind of understand who ah, we are. So that's you, a good you kind point. Of yeah, somebody in there. Yeah, uh, so yeah. they can kind of you know they can rethink how they see. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then they can pass it along to their family. Uh huh. If they have some people that don't understand uh-huh, our race. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Um,
0: I totally agree with Toya. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I 100% agree with him as well. I believe, just like you, you marry who you want to marry. Whoever you fall in love with, that's who you marry. Yeah. If you find happiness as a black woman or a black man with someone who is of a different race then more power to you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, you know, now let me digress. Let me digress okay. here. Let okay. me digress. <laughs> here is what I have an issue with, okay. okay? I have an issue with, I don't have an issue with people dating outside their race, but, I, but, but when you date exclusive, exclusively outside of your race because you think that your race is inferior, Okay, that's what I have a problem with, right? I don't, trust me. Honestly, and I don't know if you've ever heard me say this. I've said this on the show several times. I think it's weird to only date one race of people. I think
2: it is, too. You
0: have limited to yourself Mm -hmm. to one? Mm -hmm. All of these beautiful people of different races out here, and you have limited yourself to one. And what's really odd is the one that you've limited yourself to ain't even your own. Mm
2: -mm. Now, that's
0: weird to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Here is what the Urban Dictionary defines as being pro-black. Pro-black is a lifestyle that encourages the economic growth and development of the black people as a whole with a purpose of increasing the wealth and population of black people around the world. The wealth and the the uh, is a lifestyle that encourages the economic growth and the development of the black people as a whole with the purpose of increasing the wealth and population of black people around the globe. So that anybody can be pro-black there.
2: Yeah, and, and I'm gonna be honest with you, not the <laughs> I try to shop with black cons- like black well, business. Don't
0: even get me st- Okay. You know what? That might be a different <laughs> <laughs> That might be a different show.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: That okay. because I'm I am with you 100% there. Yes. Cuz I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not giving nobody my money that I don't get good service. I don't care if you're black or white or pink or purple.
2: That is exactly correct.
0: It does not but pe- I have gone into Lord forgive me. I've gone into some some Minority managed businesses and like what and walk right on out. Yes, like what is what is going on? I'm telling you. So you know, um, so pro black the way the Urban Dictionary says can be anybody who is supportive. Just like you said in the beginning, who supports the black. Right. So a white person can be pro black. Yeah, they can. A black person can be pro black. A uh, um a native american, a hispanic person can be pro black. Yeah. You know? Here's another question. And 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 this is what I think makes people uncomfortable when when you say pro black uh pro black. Does pro black mean anti white?
2: No, you just love your race. You love your race like they love their race.
0: Pro black does not mean anti white. And let me tell you why. I say, I also say that I am proud to be a black man and my pride is not predicated on outside things, right, right. it's inside of me. That is why I can be proud to be me and championing you mm. for being you. Right. I don't have to hate anybody else For me to be proud. That's the problem with racism. That is the problem with racism because it's because people say, well, you know, I'm proud to be whatever, but why is your pride predicated on hating me? Right, right. That's not real pride. That's not.
2: That's not.
0: Because pride comes from inside me. Mm -hmm. I can champion white people, I can champion Hispanic people, I can champion Native American people. It is because I'm not my pride is not based, based on, on them. On that. you know, That's so right. I can say, you know, good job, you know, or or help or help mm-hmm. someone else of another race because I don't have to put you down right. in order for me to feel proud.
2: We've got to live together. A- exactly.
0: <laughs> hey, ain't nobody going nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. That's right. Ain't nobody right. going nowhere. Um, so, no, pro black does not mean anti white. It does not mean anti anything. Now I'm getting ready to shock you with this. I'm getting ready to shock you with this. Right. Okay, so I I have a friend, um, and he is a he's Caucasian. Uh, he's white. I mean, you know,
1: Caucasian. You know,
0: and um, I wanted him to be here, but he couldn't be here. Okay. Um, so I was talking to him about this topic because I wanted um another view. I wanted a view of someone uh, white. Uh, about that, you know, what white people think when they hear the word pro-black. And I said to him, okay, I said, let me ask you this. Does it make you uncomfortable when you hear the word pro-black? He said, absolutely not. He said, why would I feel uncomfortable about somebody being, you know, pro-black? He said, I'm pro-black. He said, "I'm, I'm for... Uh, you know, the the black race. I'm for the upward mobility of every race. Right. He said, yeah. Um, and I said, okay, well, tell me this. Why is it looked at as racist if a white person says they're pro-white? Mm. If we can be pro-black, why can't a white person say they're pro-white? But let me tell you the answer that absolutely blew my mind. I had to write this down.
2: Mm.
0: He said, we don't need to be pro-white. He said, the system is already set up for us to win. (laughs) He said, we don't need to march down the street for white rights. He said, because we have them all. Mm. He said, only marginalized groups need to march and be reminded that they are people, too. People who have been downtrodden and discriminated against, those are the people that need to be reminded that they are worthy. Mm. He said there's no need for white people to be pro-white. He said because the world's already set up. He said it would be like being pro-man. He said men don't need to be pro-male. He said the world is ran by men. It's already set up for the male race. He said, not in the male race, the male sex. <laughs> um, he said, "And if you are a white man, he said, "Then it's really set up for us." He said, "So there is no need for, you know, marching down you know the street in protest and pro-white." He said, "Because we've never been discriminated against." He said, "It's important for minorities to feel worthy." He said, so I understand people saying I'm proud because the world says you shouldn't be proud to be black. You shouldn't be proud to be Hispanic. He said, so absolutely not. He said, we don't need to be. Katrina, mm-hmm. I have mm. never heard mm. of that before. He blew my mind. My
2: mind is blown. He is what? He is woke. Yes. Broke, like-
0: yes. Yes. I said, wow.
2: That was beautiful.
0: I said, wow. He said, yeah. He said, yeah. He said, and just like straight men, he said, he said, well, why do straight people need to march in a parade for straight rights? Straight people already got already all the rights. Got all the rights. It's the non-straight people that are script- discriminated against oh, and held goodness. down. He said, that's why they march and they champion, you know, uh, who they are. He said, He said, and especially if you're a straight white male, he said, you really have it all. It's already set up for him. That's what he said. He said, it's already set up for me. He said, so no, I I, I don't need to be pro-white. He said, no, there's a difference. He did say this. He said, there's a difference in me being proud of who I am. He said, because I can't change it. (laughs) So he said, I might as well to be proud to be who I am. There's nothing I can change. Right. Right. Right? right. And so I just, I got to tell you, I was, I I was blown away. Yeah.
2: I'm blown away myself. That was, that was a different, complete outlook. Yes. That's coming from an opposite side. Yes.
0: It's coming from a a white white man. man. And and (laughs) I said, wow, he said, yeah, he said, so that, you know, that's, he said, that's my answer. He said, there is no need. He said, there's no, he said, being proud of who you are and then being pro, you know, he said, he said, we, we don't, we don't have a need for that. He said, because we've never been down. We've never been downtrodden. He also mentioned, um, remember when uh, the white men were marching with torches down the street, saying, "You will not replace us." Right. He said, "That's." He said, "That's racist." He said, "Because nobody's trying to replace white men." Right. Right. He said, "Nobody's doing that." He said, "That's that kind of thing. It's 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 racism." And again, like I said, why why does your pride in you? Um, why do you have to hate me in order for you to be, to be proud? Why do you have to try to keep me down in order for you to be proud? That's not real pride. That's not real pride. At that's all.
2: That's
0: racism. That's that's, that's exactly what it is. is. It's racism. So I told you I was going to blow your mind. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was good. I told you I was going to blow your mind. <laughs> that was good. Mm.
0: I want to switch Um. now to some, you know, some... I, <laughs> I call it some file stuff. Okay. That's happening in the media now with this Cat Williams stuff. Yeah. And you know, people are out here saying, oh, well, you know, 2024 is the year of exposing people. And yeah, and Cat Williams is speaking his truth. Maybe. Maybe not because I don't know Cat Williams Mm -hmm. and I don't know all of these people that he's going after, but here is what I will tell you. It sounds messy. It sounds angry. Mm -hmm. It sounds like he's angry about something and he's lashing out you know, at people. And here's another thing, talking about being pro-black, how is what he's doing um, supporting the race by bringing other, you know, black, he said nothing about a white person, they were all black people that he's tearing down, right? Right. And I just don't think you can be pro-black. And look, if it's true, if it's true that it happened to him, Okay, but why are you why are you why are you bringing this out now? You know what I mean? Like like he's got a tour, so you know people when they start going on tour or got an album coming out, they're going to start some controversy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like, you know, Chris Rock, you know, yeah. with the with, with the, the Will Smith, Smith slap Smith. and all of that. You know, he used it on, you know, in his comedy thing, which I I covered this too about Chris Rock and and, and Will you know, Will had no business putting his hands on Chris Rock. Exactly. I don't care what Chris Rock said, Will Smith, and Will knew he was wrong. He knew he was wrong. Will knew he was wrong. He was wrong. That's why he was up there doing all that crying, accepting <laughs> his speech. I'm still a uh, Will Smith fan, um, and I'm still, and I'm a Chris Rock fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wish it didn't happen, but um, I just think cats got to stop this. I don't know. You know, I don't know the reason for. What do you think?
2: I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a Cat Williams fan. Really? You love him? I am a him? Cat Williams fan. And when they, when he got in trouble or I guess some things was going on in his life a few years back, them same comedians mm-hmm. were talking about him on drugs, him oh. doing this, him doing that. He ain't no, them same comedians was coming at him. Oh. And he just waited for the right time to say something. So if you go back and look at gotcha. the scenes, you see, uh, Cap, I think, um, Kevin Hart and... the um,
0: Which ones? The which one?
2: He was. They was on the Breakfast Club. He was introducing Tiffany Haddish. Oh, okay. Um, Kev- um, it was at a, the Breakfast Club with... The, I don't know. I don't know, but th- they, they did a show. Um, he was talking about how he helped Tiffany Haddish... Um, with her career, and then he brought up Cat Williams because I think she said something, and or he said something pertaining to her, her, you know, her being a comic or whatever. Okay. Um. And but then he goes out and says, "Oh, she's, um, oh, he's on drugs, and he's. I mean, it was crazy. It was oh, crazy. Oh, so now
0: see, I didn't know that.
2: This, this is all over. Ref- this is all to go back on why he said and why, why he's he did coming out show. now and saying, uh huh, yes." So, I mean, I do agree with it being um, he did this to kind of promote his tour. But I think he also did this to let people know I've been quiet for a long time. Uh, And I've just been sitting back watching. And, and gotcha. I just need to let this, I need to get this off. And I think this is the show to do a Shay Shay now is the show.
0: Got you. Watch. you. So, yeah. Now, yeah. see, you just brought something to a completely new yeah. light for me. I am not a Cat Williams fan. I have never, I don't follow him. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, Kevin Hart is my guy. I yeah. think Kevin Hart is the funniest man alive. But I did not know yeah.
2: that. Yeah. And he's smart. Cat Williams got an IQ of like 160. I, some, I think I he read that. He is smart. Yeah. So he knew, you know, it was it was time for him to say something. And, and got you. He couldn't have picked a better time.
0: Got you. And and he's going on tour with Kevin Hart's ex wife. Is she a comedian? No. Oh well, what is I she gonna be doing on tour? About. I saw
2: that. I don't, know what <laughs> <about>. <laughs> I don't know what that's about.
0: Okay, well, okay. I still think it's a little messy. It is. And and if that's true, then then Kevin Hart was messy too.
2: Yeah, because he did it in, in a public
0: Right. Why about. are you going out talking about right. this man? Even if he was on drugs, how come you didn't try to help him?
2: Exactly.
0: Mm. Okay. Now, um, I almost forgot about my little video. Uh oh. Um, I am going to play a video. Now, let me just preference this. I do not agree with... This is Dr. Umar Johnson on The Breakfast Club, okay, okay? talking about interracial marriage. Now, I always like to play um, uh, the flip side to something. Okay. Now, you and I both agree that is nothing wrong with interracial marriage, but Dr. Umar... Thinks that it is. So let me try to pull this oh, up. Okay. And uh <laughs> and hear what Dr. Umar has to say. Here we go.
1: Let me ask you a question, Dr. Umar. Are you totally against interracial relationships? I am totally against it, and I want to make sure you understand why. Mm-hmm. It's not because
2: <laughs> <laughs> cut it out, <laughs>
1: Cut oh, it out, Envy. Don't do that, Envy. I'm, I'm hey, no, having no, a serious say conversation. We have a name for it. Hey. I, I want... We have a name for it, okay. The Snow Bunny Crisis. Okay. I am against <laughs> the Snow Bunny Crisis. And I want your white listeners to understand. Because people be trying to say stuff like, uh, he's the black Hitler. I'm not the black Hitler. I am, I am in no way interested in hurting or harming the life of any human, white, Asian, Chinese. I believe in respecting everybody. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm against interracial marriage envy in Charlemagne is because marriage is an economic contract. It's an economic contract. Most women do not marry down in status. They marry up. And if you don't believe me, show me a rich white woman married to a broke-ass black man. (laughs) Have you ever seen a rich white woman marry a broke-ass black man? No, you have not, and you never will. Because marriage ain't about love, it's not colorblind, and it is totally economic. So if marriage is an economic unification in a contract, how can we, who don't have enough already, give so much to the white woman and to white people who have already taken too much when we got all these black women out here who will never get married. Only one out of every four black women in America will ever taste marriage. And half of them who taste marriage will be divorced within five years. If you want to save the black family, if you want to save the black family, you have to protect it. And in order to protect it, you have to be against interracial marriage. You can't say, I love the black family, but I don't have a problem with interracial marriage. Interracial marriage is eliminating the black family because it is not providing our women with enough uh, available, enable black men to be their husbands. So you're... It's not, you're, just, white, it's, it's not just white women. You just feel white women, Asian... Everybody! Asian. Nobody should be marrying out the race because there's political consequences, DJ Envy. I'll give you one right now. Naomi Osaka? Am I saying her name yes. right The tennis?
0: Okay. Okay. I. You know, okay. <sighs> All right. All right. Again, I do not agree with, because he, he sounds racist to yeah, me. He do. he do. He sounds racist to me. And, and I completely disagree with that.
2: Yeah. You can myth out on.
0: Yes. So love, love, love. <laughs>
2: That's it. Like saying, say "Oh, you
0: yeah, know, I'm only go. No, no, listen. No, listen. We both know. You marry who you want to marry. Right. You right. date who you want to date, exactly. right? And whatever reasons you have for doing it, you can certainly do it. I just personally uh don't feel I don't think that it's destroying the black family. Um I I I don't. I I I just I don't. I
2: totally agree with you. I don't. Not.
0: But I always like to, you know, to kind of uh, come at it from a different point of view. That's why uh, I played him, uh, really, to get a laugh too, because he's <laughs> funny to me. But, um, but you know what? And 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 I saw this article um, of a, a white pastor, and he told his congregation. And I wish I would have gotten it. He said, "If y'all want to marry black people, uh, don't come in this church. And uh, cause I ain't gonna marry him. I ain't gonna marry y'all. If y'all want to m- marry." A black person, I ain't gonna marry. See that that stuff is race. That's yeah, that's racist, racist stuff.
2: Yeah, like you
0: know, and 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 that to me, Umar Umar is is and and he's known he's known for you know being racist and all. But but there are a lot of people who agree with him.
2: Yeah, yeah, I have to pick and choose when listening him what I agree with or what you know which yeah. is okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, that was. I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was too much Dr Umar too much. the
0: snow bunny <laughs> yeah. effect I mean, come on, yeah. come yeah. on, well, you know i i I don't know guys you know we i you know we we have to come together because white people ain't going nowhere nope. black people ain't going nowhere nope. Asian people ain't going nowhere. And you know, if everybody stayed on their side, you know, and not mingle with, you know, other, I, I just think that's a sad. That's a sad existence to me. You
2: can't grow when you can't learn each other, and and it, it's not going to work.
0: It's, it's not. not. Work. And and you know, I tell people, you know, I remember when I used to work uh, in D.C. in corporate America. I used to love the potlucks mm. because that's where I um. Was introduced to baklava, oh. you know the Greek, um, the uh, spiny mm. Uh ceviche. Mm-hmm. I was introduced to all of that stuff, you know, doing those because um, you know we didn't make no ceviche, spiny I- in my <laughs> What is that, really? <laughs> what ceviche? Uh-huh. Oh, it's delicious. It's uh, it's uh, Hispanic, Ooh. and it's uh, shrimp, um. It's like a co- it's it's served cold, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a uh, it's like a, a mixture of um, just seafoods and Ooh, these spices yeah. and yeah. onions and seafood, cilantro. Oh, I'm telling you, the <laughs> first time I remember when he brought that ceviche in there, I said, "What is this?" <laughs> he says, ceviche." I said, "Oh my god!" And I, I and I love that sort of thing, yeah. you know, to learn about of the, co- broaden your horizons. Yes. You know, yes. do something besides fried chicken and, and, and potato salad. Fish. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right. Now don't get me wrong, I, I love, love me some fish, fried fish and chicken. But, but, you know, I, I, I just, I love diversity.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I am just a diversity person. I love it. I don't want to work nowhere where it's all one uh, kind. I don't want to live nowhere where it's all one One kind. I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. So, well, that's my show. Do you have anything else to say?
2: No, I I really enjoy myself. All right.
0: Well, that's the show. Again, thank you so much, Katrina, for coming. Thank you for having me. Um, And she will not be, this will not be her last time, people. Uh, She will be back on the show again. (laughs) We will see you next time. Bye for now.